Hey, Bob, dude, I'm totally sorry, but the, it didn't sound good. No, you are sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you... motherfucker. <laughs> You're not bugging me at all. What? All right, yeah, can we, can we do it one more time? I want to get the uh, those two things for again. For, so it just didn't come out that, that good that time. So, okay. okay, wait a minute. You want me to do both of them again? Yeah, yeah. So do, um, actually, we're going to do, uh, you're listening to Sick and Wrong. This is Bob Madigan. You're listening to Sick and Wrong with Dean Lance. With who? With, uh, <laughs> Dean Lance. So this, this is Bob Madigan. You're listening to Sick and Wrong. Just do that. Yeah. Okay, you All ready? Right. I'm ready. This is Bob Madigan. A.K.A. Donkey Daddy, and you're listening to Sick and Wrong. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. Uh, as I mentioned last week, Wackerly is uh, in the UK, or in Europe. He's on his European tour right now. So I have uh, Sleazy E uh, sub in the show this week. What's up there, Sleazy? What's up, guys? How's it? Thanks for, uh, thanks for filling in. No problem, Um, You know, I've, I've been getting some reports on uh, Wackerly. I guess last night he met up with some podcast fans. And uh, he picked some, like, gay techno club or something called Vibe. I don't, I don't even know the name no of it. Way. I'm not even quite sure in which neighborhood it, it is That's or where a, it is. Have you yeah, heard of that? Yeah, it's one of those, you know, bondage daddy clubs, you know, with all the leather and the chaps, the, you know, assless chaps and stuff. Sounds you know? like, it sounds like Wackerly's scene. Yeah, well, it's like you know the blue uh, the blue oyster club, you know, like in, uh, in police academy. In, yeah, um, I guess a lot of people turned out though, and I, I heard from some fans. I've, you know, I have a couple sources out there, but I heard from some fans of exactly what happened. Allegedly, okay, this is all alleged. Nothing yet has been confirmed, but apparently Wackley got extremely wasted after four beers. I mean, these are English beers, though. They're stronger than, you know, the, the MGD well, that we're yeah, used to. Not, not only are they stronger, but in fact, uh, you know, an imperial pint is a, quite a bit larger than the U.S. pint. So, so in so, his defense, he was drinking more than just, you know, four bottles of MGD. Right, 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 right. But I can't really defend this next thing. So apparently he got really wasted after four beers and shit his pants. <laughs> he, he then tried to pull an Irish exit, but someone saw him leave the club... With a chick shortly before 2 a.m. And once right. again, all this is yet to be confirmed. Nothing has been determined. We also have not verified if the girl actually has a penis or not. Um, she, that yes. also is yet to be determined. Yeah, we heard that she had a bit of, you know, a very large pubic mound. She had a bulge. Yeah. The, 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 my source said no, that there was a bulge. There was no camel toe. But she was no wearing one. hot pants, like tight pants, but there was a bulge. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. And maybe more like a camel hump than a ca- than a camel, than a camel like or a camel's nose. Yeah. So so this is all you know. This is all alleged. But what we know at this point right now is that Wackley became extremely inebriated after four beers, shit his pants, and then went home with a girl who may or may not have a penis. I'm hoping uh, UK fans will call or email and uh, confirm these allegations. Um, but but you know it, it goes without saying that Wackley is having a good time and. Uh, is uh, you're on his first visit to uh, to Europe, so thank you, uh, Sleazy, for filling in uh, this week. And oh, what a what a hell of a show that we have here! So, uh, Sleazy, last week, uh, last weekend actually, I went to an interesting art exhibit in uh, downtown Los Angeles. Here, okay. Have you ever heard of the Dirty Show? I have not. It sounds interesting, though. Well, it was at the City Center Motel. In uh, downtown LA, so one of one of my girlfriend's friends, uh, Lenore Claire, was curating. She's uh, she does uh, different art exhibits. She owns this place called Pop Tart Gallery down here, right. and she's she's a curator there. And so she was curating one of the rooms. And she, actually, her room is really cool. So what the, what they did is the Dirty Show is like an international erotic art exhibit, and they it's from, originally based in Detroit. Now, you know, it was, it was 
after my time in Detroit, so I never actually got to see it there. But I guess it's a huge deal in Detroit. Like they, you know, they have it in big galleries and there's performance art. This was a little bit on a smaller scale, but I think it was the first time it was ever in LA. But very so they, cool. They still do it in Detroit, then. It's yeah, I think they like, do it every year in Detroit. Now I think they're branching out in different cities. I mean, you know, I'm really surprised they didn't do it in San Francisco because you think right, that'd be like the right. perfect city for something like this. Right. Or New um, York, you know, one or the other. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe they have done it in New York. So, but anyway, I saw in downtown LA, and what they did is they rented out like half of this motel that was just like a shady, like you know, pay by the hour motel. I mean, just totally shady. And every well, it was, room was it like was it like an SRO? Was it that shady or? No, it was just one of those like you know you bring your prostitute and you pay for two hours, right? Like right. A, you pull up motel. It's called the uh, it was city, city center motel in downtown LA. And each room you could just kind of go in. Each room was, had a you know they were exhibiting art. So Lenora's room, they she had made um, a three D movie with just chicks, just titties. Just chicks, oh, naked, breasts, dancing around with like this kind of like techno music. You could put on 3D glasses and just see breasts in 3D. Uh, was it her breasts? No, it was, uh, it kind of looked like a bunch of suicide girls, but hot chicks. Probably wouldn't have fitted in that room, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, in, in terms of 3D, it was way better than Pirates of the Caribbean in 3D. I could just sit there <laughs> and watch that all day, just drooling. But I was trying to like be cool about it because I was you know, with my girlfriend and her friends and just be like, okay, well, I'll glance over there and those are some fine breasts bouncing in 3D, but I'm going to divert my attention elsewhere. Is, was it weird, like, walking into, like, because I've been to art shows like that in a hotel and it's really weird walking into, because you feel like you're actually going into the lair and you're like, you know, so was it weird, especially with the added, you know, part that, that they were like, you know, pornographic videos or you know well that, I, that, that's the thing that was weird it's like there's you know there are all types of people there i mean it was just a eclectic group but um it wasn't just a bunch of drooling perverts you know paunchy perverts with their hands in their pants but i mean there was just like a lot of like kipsters just is eclectic mix of people but yeah you walked into this room and you know here's like a bunch there are a lot of pictures of gay jesus like naked gay jesus in like oh. bondage gear fucking sheep getting butt fucked by the pope it's just like a lot of like gay jesus so it's like you walk in and there's yeah there's like you know lots of just sex pictures you know pictures of like huge dudes with like huge genitalia do you and, think that like people do you think they sold a lot of art there or like was it you know like was you do you have to pay to get in or yeah you had to pay to get in i think it was like okay. 15 bucks or something but you know there was a there were also a lot of celebrity artwork there like mark mothersbaugh did a few paintings oh um, I know. Uh, I, I think his name's David Carr. Did like a bunch of uh, like a whole photo shoot with Marilyn Manson. So yeah, I mean, there. I'm, I'm sure some people probably sold sold some stuff. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. And people, if you ever get a chance to go check out the Dirty Show, either in Detroit or in your city, you should definitely check it out. But we walked into one of the rooms in particular. We we're just kind of going from room to room, and uh, my girlfriend was like, "Oh my god, check out that naked chick on the bed." And there were like some chicks. That were, you know, there were in a couple rooms, there were like uh, some girls that, you know, were topless, but with like duct tape or, or, you know, electrical tape over their nipples. And like they're made to look like they're a strangled prostitute on a bed. Wow. And then there were like a couple French maid chicks that just, just were wearing an apron walking around like dusting the paintings. So, I mean, it, it, it would make sense that there was a naked girl on the bed. But we walked in there and uh, she's like, wow, check out that naked chick on the bed. And I did a double take at first. I looked, I'm like, no, that's not a real chick. But it was very realistic. It was like I thought it was a real doll, and right. uh, as it turned out, it it wasn't a real doll. It's a competitor to the real dolls named uh, Synthetics. It, that's the company, Synthetics, and so it's like it, a super realistic, it, articulated life size like silicone mannequin. So there's an, there's an, enough market to have like you know multiple companies doing this thing. It's pretty interesting well i met uh the owner of the company and uh his name's matt and we're actually going to talk to him in a second here but uh, i was chatting with him and I, apparently there's yeah there are like a lot of doll companies i thought there was just real dolls you know i thought um right, right. i thought that was the only the only one it's the only one you ever hear about it, but apparently there's like doll companies in japan and europe wow and uh you know there's a there's a pretty huge demand for these life-size silicone dolls so I asked him if uh, he'd be on the show. He was uh, down with it. So, yeah, let's uh, give Matt from Synthetics a call. And uh, 
find out what it takes to uh, how you get to order. I know you're interested in ordering one of these dolls. Yeah, I've uh, been saving up for many years now, and uh, you know now I didn't now I didn't realize I had a choice. So this is well. It's nice to know that you won't get slapped in the face, and she's down for anything. You know, uh, you know, once a month, you're not going to fear the wrath, you know? Yeah, so. I mean, I, I think it's a win-win situation for you, uh, right. Sleazy. So let's give Matt from Synthetics a call here. Before we get to that, here's a quick word from our sponsor, Audible.com. Sleazy, do you, do you have any uh, audiobooks? Do you, do you ever do that? Do you do the audiobook thing? Well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of uh, porn out there uh, um, uh, th- that's audible. So uh, I obviously do that. But you, can't, you have to be careful where you're listening to that you know on the bus it could be you know, quite inappropriate you know yeah you know you well you just don't want to listen to it too loud especially like with the type of porn audible porn that you listen to well and also you know like you, you might have to stand up in a hurry when you get to the your stop and stuff and that might not be possible you know? well porn is subjective though i mean i think a lot of people might even think sick and wrong here is audible porn well Who your knows? voice is very sexy yeah too, so Oh, yeah. I've, I've heard uh, Wackerly's voice being described as uh, as velvet before, so um, maybe the... You know. But is that velvet? <laughs> <laughs> so audible.com, I don't know if they have porn titles, but they do have a lot of spoken audio entertainment. Listen whenever and wherever you want, just like the podcast you're listening to right now. There's over 1,000 science and tech titles, 1,100 science fiction fantasy titles. In total, 75,000 titles to choose from. So I think you could find a book that you want on audible.com. So go to audiblepodcast.com slash diddle and uh, get a free audiobook because you sign up for a free trial. So audiblepodcast.com slash diddle and get your free audiobook today. Hey, uh, Matt. How's it going? Hey, what's up? It's D and uh, Ian here from Sick and Wrong. Yeah, how are you guys? Oh, pretty Thank good. You. Thanks for uh, being on the show. Especially, uh, you, you said you're in like mid-construction today, right? Oh my God, we're. It feels like we're going to be in mid-construction for the rest of our lives right now. <laughs> Is yeah, it a, so? Um, so, Matt, you're from uh, Synthetics, and I was just I was just talking about how I saw your doll at the Dirty Show. It um. Yeah. At the hotel in downtown Los Angeles. Yeah, it was a great show. Yeah, talk about a wild, uh, wild time there. Um, yeah, but, they were, that's a fantastic artwork. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, like uh, so, the Dirty shows the just international erotic art, and yeah, they had some just amazing artwork from um, all corners of the globe over there, and 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 a lot of celebrity uh, artwork too. But I, I was remarking how we walked past that room, and my girlfriend at the time was like, "Oh my god, check out that naked chick on the bed." And I look in there, and it's. In at first, I was like, "Wow!" I kind of did a double take, and it was one of your dolls. And that, uh, that's the goal. The goal is to try to, you know, fool the uh, fool all your senses and make you think that it's a real person. That's what I stro- That's what I strive for in making the dolls. Is I try to make them look the most realistic that I could possibly make them. So, did you get that reaction a lot at that show? Uh, yeah, yeah. We got uh, several times. People would come by and say they had to do a double take, whether it was through the window or they just walked past the door. Um, even coming into the room, we had a lot of people come into the room and, and, uh, they wouldn't make eye contact with the doll because they were, they were just kind of freaked out. They were like, Oh my God, she's looking at me, but I, oh, I don't want to look at her. It was very funny. It was, uh, it, we're always interested in seeing the way people react to the dolls. I mean, it is kind of, I mean, it's startling at first to, to see something, you know, so something so lifelike and just not expect it. It just, yes, you know. I, I, I do think that's the truth. I think it, uh, I think it takes people aback. Yeah, it certainly does. And, and not to mention, I, I preferred looking at your doll rather than all the naked gay Jesus pictures that were all... Did you notice that? There are just a, there are, there's so many naked gay Jesus pictures at that show. There was the one in our room that... Uh, wow, talk about sick and wrong. It was, it was really <laughs> wonderful. It was the, uh, it was the, the, the Lamb of God, I think, was what it was called. And it was Jesus with, well... Shagging the sheep. Yeah, shagging the sheep, exactly. <laughs> so, so, Matt, um, first of all, before uh, we, we get into it here, is a doll, a love doll, the correct term? I, I noticed you use the, the, the term mannequin. Yeah, we've, we've started referring to them as mannequins, and it's mostly for the, for the sake of when we're in conversation with people. It's, it, um, it's, 
in order to try to bridge the gap so people don't sort of pigeonhole you as soon as you say, I make dolls, because the first word that we usually hear, whether it's friends, family, or, you know, people out and about, when we say we make dolls, is they... Their first word is creepy. Oh, that's creepy. And it's like, why is it creepy? It's not really creepy. You know, we try to explain our position and where we come from with, you know, what our marketing strategy is. And and we also, we look at the dolls a lot as art. So I don't like to pigeonhole them as just like love dolls or sex dolls. And um, so we started like using the word. Yeah, exactly. It's, a, it's art. It's, it's art that uh, is interactive. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> so so did you coin that term mannequin because it's spelled like m-a-n-i-k-i-n right we um we did a search online i was looking for for other words in fact i was looking for uh i think i looked up on thesaurus.com and i was looking for other words besides doll and you know mannequin i didn't like the traditional spelling of mannequin because it's not really a clothing mannequin you know when you think of a mannequin yeah. and i saw that the m-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-n-a-
a new brand and we used the body. We didn't, we never have marketed the Josie doll. That was a one of a kind, but we do use the body. And, um, so you use that mold to, uh, for the other dolls. Yeah. That became the, the, the start of the synthetics brand. So, so getting into specifics here, what, what are the dolls made out of? Like, is, is it silicone? Yeah, it's a, it's a platinum medical grade silicone. Um, it's got some additives in it to make it softer and more flesh-like, and there's a bunch of different processes, but uh, the skin of the doll is platinum silicone, and inside it's a structure of like steel and aluminum joints, PVC for the bones of the doll, and various fillers to lighten the weight of the doll. And it's fully bendable, right? I mean, you can pose it in any way you want. Yeah, they're, they're completely posable. Our dolls um, have probably the highest range of motion of any dolls on the market. Again, this is one of those things where we're trying to cater towards the art aspect of the dolls. Ours have the ability to shrug their shoulders up and forward and back, so you could really get a very wide range of poses, but they bend at the elbows, ankles, wrists, all the fingers are posable. Um, any, pretty much any position that a, that a human get to get in. So I noticed that on your site that you can upgrade the doll. So once you purchase the doll, you can send it in for upgrades. So what are the upgrades? Like, would you get breast implants? Uh, you can get a breast enlargement. Um, some people, uh, uh, an H cup isn't large enough and, uh, <laughs> you know, they just need that little extra more. So yeah, we'll do a breast enlargement and all of the upgrades are sort of, it's all pre-production. So it's, if somebody wants, um, they can upgrade the to gel butt, um, which makes the, the buttocks of the doll a little bit softer and more pliable. Uh, they can do breast enlargements. They can add heat. Um, so we add a low-voltage heating system uh, in the business end of the doll. Um, they can get eyes, uh, more realistic eyes with, like, veining. And there's a ton of different upgrades. And really, we list a series of upgrades on our website. And every once in a while, a customer will come to us with a request that we have never heard, and we do it and just add that as an upgrade as well. So we're, we really kind of pride ourselves on working uh, very closely with the customers and listening to what the customers want and letting them sort of take us down the road. And suggest uh, something. Yeah, exactly. Well, I was going to get into this right here. So can a customer – so I noticed, okay, you have several – in your gallery, you have several different dolls. And there's even one that you have like an elven doll. But can a customer like – customize an order like order something completely just out of the ordinary not off your site oh yeah yeah they can we can we can create a custom body from scratch we can create custom faces from scratch um in fact the celeste head that's on our website was a custom order for somebody and uh you know we have different pricing structures um you know if you want a -a one-of-a-kind piece that you're the only person in the world that's going to have that piece it's going to cost you a lot more than say if you want a, a, a custom piece that I can then add to our galleries and then sell it to other people. So I was so, so I was looking for like an elf transvestite doll for my co-host here. Could you make something like that? Absolutely, we can do that right now. <laughs> I mean, do you guys do male dolls as well? Uh, I used to do a male doll, uh, and I will be doing another male doll. And from with with my company, I had a male doll. Um, and with synthetics, yes, that's definitely in our plans of things to do. We've got a lot of people out there. I was, I was very, um, the male doll that I did was, was highly acclaimed and we've got people that are waiting with, uh, money in their hands for me to create a new male doll. So how much, I mean, it's, on average, how much does a doll cost? Like just a regular one. The base price of the doll is $5,500 for a female doll. Um, the male doll would, will be a little bit more expensive because it's, it's bigger. It takes more silicone. It takes you know higher uh, higher intense joints to support the weight. Um, so the male dolls will be a little bit more expensive. But the base female doll is fifty five hundred dollars. And then based based on what how you customize it goes up from there. So I, exactly. I noticed that you um, well you you were talking about the Josie doll, but I, I see that you do celebrity replicas. Okay, so how does that work? If someone called you up and said. I'd like to get, you know, a Zach Galifianakis doll, but with breasts and a vagina. Uh, um, <laughs> like, could you do I that? I don't know that I'd want to do that. <laughs> wow, it's, uh, but yeah, you know what? I, sure, we could, we could do that. Now, you know, when it comes to a celebrity, we, we, we would never do it without consent. And that's, that's really the, the crux of 
of all of these starts of the conversation. And sometimes it puts the puts water on the fire. Um, you know, we'll we'll tell people we get requests that they want to do their their girlfriend or their wife. And we say, that's fine. But we need consent of the person that we're going to to do now. You can send me pictures of people and say, I like these aspects of this person's face and I like, but I like these, this person's eyes and I like this person's lips and I'll kind of Frankenstein it all together to come up with the most attractive, you know, combination of all those features as, as close as possible. Um, but we won't do just like a, a full on. So if someone wanted like Sarah Palin, you'd have to get her consent before you could do it. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? That, that would be awesome. <laughs> I think that would be I great. I think she'd go for it, don't you? Yeah, you know, I wonder. I, be, I bet you that would actually be a hot seller. I think it a lot helps. of people would want to, like, I don't know, do nasty things to that doll. I, I think we'd probably have to put a couple of extra orifices in that one. <laughs> so what, what's the strangest request you've ever received? Oh, God, I, you know. Just off the top of your head. Well, I've heard it all. I mean, I've, we, you know, we get, sometimes we get prank emails from people that, you know, they'll, they'll ask us the most outlandish things that they can think of. And I've heard everything from making a realistic, like dinosaur, uh, to, you know, making, you, you name it, anything you can think of, we've probably been asked. Wow. So, so Zach Galifianakis with tits isn't that out of the ordinary. Ah, it's just another day at the job. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, you know, I was looking at your galley. What, what is the, like the biggest seller? Which one is the most popular doll? Um, well, we only have the one body right now that's on the website. We do have another body coming up. Um, but as far as faces go, uh, it's sort of kind of running a, a, a tight race between our Alicia face and our Celeste face. Okay. Do you, do you sell more dolls domestically or internationally? Wow, you know what? It's a mixed bag. Um, it's it's all over the world. So there's there's not. I, I think at this point, it's probably running fifty fifty. Okay, I was just trying to gather if we have more perverts in this country or if you know, like, are in the UK. But uh, you you mean art collectors? <laughs> art collectors, yeah, that's the, that's <laughs> the correct term. But <laughs> so I, I guess speaking of uh, of clients or customers. You know, I, I picture, like, you know, anyone who hears, like, someone that buys a doll. Like, have you ever seen that documentary, Guys and Dolls? Yes, I have. It's, it's like you, you see one of those guys, and you're like, okay, that's exactly who I picture that would buy a doll. Like, you know, kind of a balding, middle-aged, recluse, slash necrophiliac. That, that's someone that I would picture that would buy a doll. But, I mean, is that, is that, is that apt? Is that correct? Like, what, what type of person usually purchases one of these dolls? There is there is not one type of person that purchases the dolls. That's the one of the craziest things about this business, and probably one of the things that kept me in this business. Because when you know when we had all these issues, I I thought long and hard about just throwing it all to the wind and saying screw it and going into another industry. But it was the customers that really kept us in it because we meet some of the most wonderful people through this business. Um, and you know you have your occasional recluse, and you know the the. The documentaries, and I would call them shockumentaries, like yeah, Guys yeah. and Dolls, you know, they want to focus on that aspect because that's an easy kill. It's an easy sell. It's really easy to say, hey, look, there's these dolls, and then there's these people that buy them. And they're creepy, and it's <laughs> and just such a creepy hobby. Yeah, and you know what sucks is it's, 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 no, it's no stranger in my mind than a woman having a dildo or a vibrator. This is just the equivalent of it for a guy, and, you know, it's um, – and, you know, we have women that are customers as well, and they our customers come from all walks of life. They are, they are your everyday guys and girls in every profession, and some of them are very wealthy, and some of them are not wealthy, and they, you know, they save their recycling to be able to you know, put into a doll fund, and it's, it, it, there, there's no real one way to pigeonhole the customer. So, I mean, do people order multiple dolls? Like, I know this one guy in the Guys and Dolls had, like, eight, you know, I think they're, he had real dolls, but he had, like, eight of them. Yeah, yeah, we do have customers that have multiple dolls. We do have guys that will buy, um, that either they have multiple dolls from us or they have, uh, you know, one of our dolls and then a few of our competitors' dolls as well. Um, yeah, it does happen. It's, it's, it's actually kind of frequent. So, is there... A return policy for these dolls? Like if, like, let's say I ordered one, I, you know, had it for a couple months. I was like, you know what? 
I don't need it, or or it's not tight enough, or I or I want something different. Is there a return policy? There's not a return policy because uh, they are one of a kind. They are all custom. You know, they're all customized and made specifically per the requests of the person who places the order. But there is a secondhand market where people uh, will go on these forums and they will sell their dolls at a reduced price. Wow, that, uh, that kind of sounds gross, doesn't it? You know what? It's uh, it, it's like anything else, I guess. Um, you know, there's people that sell cars, and you know, people bang in the back seats of cars. So, you know, is there is yeah. there any or seminal food in the back seat of your used car than there is in a doll? <laughs> but, but I mean, like with a dildo, you could wash your dildo in you know washing machine. But like with a real doll, I mean, how, how do you clean something like that? Uh, the synthetics. We have or two different synthetics. ways. Yeah, we have two different ways that we make for the female dolls. It has a built-in vagina that you have to use, basically like a douche ball, which we provide, and you can rinse it out. You can also use like a... um, like a, a hose attachment off the end of your shower. There's guys that get really creative. Some of them bathe their dolls, which is fantastic as well. You can drop, you can submerge your doll in a bathtub um, and and clean her that way. With the soap other and way, water? sure, soap and water, absolutely. Um, the other way to do it is we have a removable insert, uh, which is the the vagina. Uh, you can pull the whole vagina out and replace it with a new vagina or a tighter vagina or different textures or different aesthetic or, you know, just throw that one in the dishwasher and wash it. And then just put, so, I mean, I guess, so, so on that tangent here, do, do you guys have a repair shop? Like, is there a uh, hospital that you can send yeah. back the, the, yeah, uh, the synthetics? Yeah. If somebody breaks a doll or if there's a, if there's an issue um, with, and really any brand of doll, I'll repair any brand of doll. I've repaired dolls uh, from Japan. I've uh, repaired real dolls. I've repaired any any brands I, I will uh, bring in and do repairs within reason. I mean, sometimes, you know, there are uh, defects or um, things that have gone so wrong that they cannot be repaired or it just isn't cost effective to do a repair, in which case we'll you know, try to work something out with a customer, whether on a, on a new purchase or help them, you know, get a, a secondhand doll or something like that. But what is a typical repair though, that you usually have to do? Uh, anything from joint loosening. So like an elbow that becomes floppy to, you know, small tears, uh, whether it's tears in the armpits, you know, the, the silicone is, it's not, it's stretchy and it's soft and it's pliable and it feels like skin, but it doesn't have the elasticity of human flesh. So anywhere where the doll is being bent in extreme positions, sometimes the vagina, sometimes in the armpits, uh, you know, if somebody has, has been rough with their doll, they can get a tear on the back or underside of a breast. Um, you know, it could be anything, really. It, all, it, it really all depends. And they can send it in, you repair it, and then, and then ship the doll back? Yeah, I've done house calls, too. I've had where people have flown me out. Um, I've gone all over the place. I've gone to... Uh, East Coast, I've gone to um, Midwest and gone to people's houses and repaired the dolls on site for them as well. Wow, that must have been strange. Have you ever gone in there and been like, what the hell did you do to this thing? No, we, there's a lot of vetting. And typically, you know, we're, we, we get to know our customers really, really well oh, okay. before we're going to do anything like that. So, you know, we wouldn't do it. Uh, I wouldn't do that in, in with just like a first phone call. Uh, you know, where somebody that we don't have any idea who they are is. Yeah, like I would... picture a Silence of the Lamb scenario there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so, so for for just uh, real quick here, I know you got to get out of here, but uh, the typical process for ordering a doll, like, so if someone orders, how long does it take till it's actually delivered to your front door? Well, that depends on a couple things. It depends on how many dolls we've got on order at any given time. If a mold is open, I can produce a doll within three to four weeks and have it shipped out. In fact, uh, the way that we do it is when you enter our queue, you pay $2,000 and $2,000 buys you a spot in our queue. So um, when I'm ready to produce your doll, typically it's about four weeks later um, from when somebody has placed their deposit. Then we take the balance of the doll purchase, whatever that is, including shipping. Mm -hmm. And from the moment we collect the, the entire balance of a doll, we ship a doll to you within three weeks. Wow, it's a lot quicker than I thought. Yeah, so you know, it, it has gotten quicker. I think, you know, there's, there, I think with the emergence of many doll makers, and there are many doll makers now, 
I think with the emergence of many doll makers, we as the manufacturers have had to find ways to better compete and try to get product not only you know better priced or higher quality, but quicker turnaround. There's a lot of hurdles that we have to do to try to win the customers uh, over to us, you know. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, it, it seems like it's something. If, if you're willing to order one, I mean, I imagine and spend that much money, you would be willing to wait. But I mean, it, it's got to be just a bonus, I guess, that you can get it in three weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it, it's it's like a custom car. You know, there's a lot of things that go into it. There's a lot of really, uh, and it, it also depends on how many of the upgrades that somebody has requested. Yeah, um, it could take more time. Yeah, so I yeah, imagine it's, like it's, the Zach Galifianakis doll probably would take like longer than just three weeks. I'm kind of sensing that you're really kind of digging the Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> 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 oh, you know, I was just wondering. I, I think it'd make a good uh, Hanukkah gift for somebody. You know? I think doing the you know doing the the punched hair for the beard might take a little while. Yeah, that would that would be, be difficult. Probably take a little bit of extra time. <laughs> so, so Matt, do you have any uh, more upcoming exhibits uh, where people can see some of your work? Right now, we've got a. It's 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 not a full doll. It's just a. It's just the business end. It's the the vagina and butt uh, of a doll. It's over in Stockholm. Uh, at at an art exhibit there. Um, right now, we don't have anything planned as far as other shows or trade shows or anything at this moment. Um, you know, we kind of play that uh, as it comes. So, you know, I would tell people to to check out our website, look at our news area. And if anything comes up, that's the best way to, to figure it out. So it's synthetics.com, S-I-N-T-H-E-T-I-C-S.com. Absolutely. And so people can go check that out and, uh, and view some of these dolls in the, in the gallery. Um, yeah, your, your website's great. And, uh, yeah, your, your, your art is, is really impressive. I was really impressed at the Dirty Show. So, that, Matt, thanks for being on the show. It was great talking to you. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you taking the time to, to give us a call. Really appreciate it. All right. Take it easy. People, go check out Synthetics.com. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Wow. Yeah, no, that was, uh, that, that was fascinating. It's, it, you know, it's, it's, it always in, intrigues me. Have you seen that documentary, Guys and Dolls? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can watch it streaming online, you know, and it's, uh, it's yeah, I mean, obviously, they're going to pick the weirdest of the bunch and stuff, aren't they, just for the, the shock value of it and but, uh, no, people, you can do a Google search for just guys and dolls, and you can watch this, this uh, video streaming. And, yeah, they, they do find the creepiest of the creepitins to be on the show with their dolls. But it fascinates me. Like, who would spend $5,500 on a fuck doll? It's funny how he kind of, like, you, you kept saying perverts or this and this and that. <laughs> and I was like... Art just, collectors. Yeah, and then just like... you. <laughs> Attacking his business. Well, you I mean, I, I'm sure, like, I mean... He had, a, I mean, great, he had a great sense of humor, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't... I mean, probably 90% of them do buy them as sex dolls, but there's probably, you know, a good proportion of people that just want them as a piece of art or, like, or just for, a, you, know, a, you know, a laughing piece in their house. If they're that rich, you know, $5,000 isn't very much to have, you know somebody you know something sitting in the corner that people can laugh at when they come around you know you know sleazy i don't think zach alfanakis with tits is a laughing matter i think it's serious <laughs> to me <laughs> would you fuck that like once if like if i bought that for you and just as a joke or whatever because i was rich and left it in your house would you fuck it maybe if you're really drunk zach alfanakis no i don't but with so. tits though and a vagina i mean it's not a male and as fat as him well his head would be a zach alfanakis head Oh God! No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I bet. I bet. You know, you probably. I could see maybe one too many Stellas. You come back, and <laughs> uh, you know, who knows? Who knows what would happen? Yeah. But, you know. But people go check out the site synthetics dot com. The gallery's great. Like, there's a he poses one of the dolls on like Baker Beach in San Francisco. Yeah, and it's like all the little kids running around and stuff. <laughs> it's like really. You know. Weird, you know. That? I forgot to ask him, but I thought this would be interesting. Could you imagine if like. Let's say you broke up with a girl. Then you contacted this company and had them make a doll that looked just like your ex-girlfriend. And then you got back together with the girl. Do you think she would just be totally creeped out? Like if she walks in and she's like, wow, so you've been fucking like a realistic replica of me all this time? Well, A, A, you couldn't do that because he he wants consent. Consent, yeah. But then again, I think any girl that see that came into your house and saw that, no matter what it looked like, even if it looked like them, 
Like, they would be freaked out. Any girl of whatever kind that would be freaked out. What girl's going to put up with that, you know? <laughs> yeah, that would be strange. It's funny how he's comparing that to, uh, you know, to a dildo. And I can see his point, but it's not really it's an expensive the dildo. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, sure. they're both made out of silicon, so. I'm sure there's gold dildos, you know, so yeah. probably worth more than $5,000. So, Sleazy, we got a few phone calls here to get to, to the Sick Wrong Hotline. 206-666-3846 is that number. We also got a couple emails, sickwronghotmail.com. Before we get to that, here's a word from uh, one of our sponsors, adamandeve.com. It's butt plug month on adamandeve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So Sleazy, as I mentioned before, we got a few phone calls here to the Sick and Wrong hotline. 206-666-3846 is that number. Uh, let's, uh, let's do uh, call number one here. Hey, this is, this is a my two cents. Uh, you said a while back it was, you're, you know, you're, you're an animal. I didn't even play the theme song for my two cents to even do that. I didn't realize it's a my two cents call. So, should we do you want to read do it again to do the uh well no yeah. well I say we play it out let's play it out and uh let's see if it really is a my two cents call still wiping your ass from back to front and not front to back and I just heard louis c k comedy, and he was talking about you know if you have a little girl daughter and you wipe it back to front, it goes into a vagina, so I can understand that but i'm a I'm an adult male. And I still wipe it back to front. So why is that bad? And um, sorry, I have to be quiet. I'm in my bathroom at work. But don't worry, I'm still high when I call Okay, bye. I like how this guy's calling this. Like He's pondering this at work. And then, ta- and then taking time off to go to the bathroom to call us. And he's high at the same time. So I wonder what kind of job you could do that. I hope he's know. a doctor, like a surgeon. Or you know, like a like a, a pilot or a Supreme um, Court justice. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny? Uh, he's saying I'm an adult male, and why can't I wipe back to front? You don't know why? Because you have shit balls, buddy. You have shitty balls. You have shit on your balls. That's well, why you don't watch wipe back to front. Most dudes have somewhat hairy taint, don't they? So I mean, you're going to get d- uh, dinglebrays or, or as we call them in England, Maltesers uh, hanging around down there. Yeah, I mean, I think you would anyway. You know, and unless you have a Brazilian, or you do a Howard Stern and you take a shower every uh, every time you go to the bathroom. You know what I found that worked quite well, and I never realized this up until recently. Because uh, after living with a girl, baby wipes. Oh, I oh. never, I never thought about it. I never, it never even occurred to me that they make a product like a baby wipe that totally just you can wipe your asshole with and wipe it clean. Well, yeah, I mean, I, do, I have the same kind of thing. I use toilet paper and spit, you know. It, it works the same way. So. <laughs> but do you wipe back to front? No, because I like to have, like, uh, golden streaks up my back, you know, so. I, I pity this guy's girlfriend. Because she's probably, you know, occasionally, if he doesn't shower, and I'm sure if someone that, you know, wipes back to front and calls podcasts and asks shitty questions uh, while at work... Probably doesn't shower all that often, so she probably has to taste shit balls every now and then. But then again, he probably doesn't have a girlfriend either. So yeah, that's, that's probably true. All right, here's the uh, the second call. Here is um, um, is actually a good idea for a lot of people. Hey, Dean Lance, I just wanted to uh, say that uh, anytime I'm on another person's computer and they have iTunes, I subscribe to the Second Wrong podcast, and um, it's. Uh, it's been boosting your ratings, I guess, because I've been doing it a lot. It does. Anyway, I recommend everybody do it. Uh, you never know when one of your friends might come to you and say, hey, have you ever heard of Sick and Wrong? And uh, it, it brings a new level to the friendship. See you guys. You know, I, I would mean, actually, I think that'd be, that's never happened to me. Yeah, but like they go, yeah, like, yeah, have you ever heard of Sick and Wrong? It, like one day it just magically appeared on my iTunes, and it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good idea, though. I, th- I think a lot of people out there should do that. Like when you go to your friend's house, 
right. just subscribe them to Sick and Wrong and just to see what happens. Like, I mean, go to your, your, your aunt and uncle's house and open right. up their, their Mac and just go on iTunes and subscribe them to the show. It, it does help us out. But I also think it's kind of funny because in the end, they're just like, what the fuck is this? And then at the same time, change their wallpaper to like, you know, two girls, one cup or something as well. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. But this brings up, uh, he brings up, thank you for doing that, actually. I think it's, yeah, that, it's, yeah, a, it's a big definitely. boost for our, for our show. But it brings up an interesting point. I think it would be cool if uh, what Sick and Wrong needs, I was thinking about this earlier, is a publicity stunt. Right. Don't you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, like these internet meme things that just pop up and like cause you know like that recent one with those kids running around at the Dallas airport and and acting like fools like you know now those guys are famous for 10 minutes and stuff we need yeah we need a dedicated fan to make like some kind of uh, either viral video or do something like uh, you know maybe put sick and wrong all over their body and streak a, a baseball game or something or stand on top of like the uh, you know Eiffel Tower and piss on everybody, all the French people below or something. You know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who knows? Who knows? But a, a, a viral video. If if there is something like that, and you you got us in the in 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 the news or some kind of successful publicity stunt, I would buy you a present. I would personally go out there and buy you a present. I would. You know what? Maybe a synthetic doll. Wow, really that much, huh? Or or at least something from Adam and Eve. Well, you know what? Synthetics doesn't... I mean, I, you could buy the torso. You could just buy the vagina part. Right. Or feet. I mean, and, you could buy feet. All, I forgot to ask him about that. That's probably uh, all they really need, need, right? Like the vagina and, and a foot, you know? Right? So a successful publicity stunt will get you a midsection. A midsection of a uh, synthetic in, doll. Is that including the vagina or... Both entries. Wow. Back door and front door. Sounds good. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Um, But yeah, thank you. But in the meantime, though, definitely subscribe everybody you can to uh, Sick and Wrong through iTunes. Uh, Finally, here's the last uh, last call. Hello. I know you guys hate this, but I'm calling in about a show that happened about two months ago. You know, a show on which a guy called in about a show that fucking happened fucking about two years ago about fucking lambskin columns. That's right. I do hate when, when uh, people do that. They reference a show that I don't even remember. Right, but I right. do kind of remember this, though. We had a big remember. discussion about lambskin condoms. Oh. And I don't quite remember what the outcome was, but uh, here, let's see what he has to say. Right. Now, I'm sure if you want to do uh, you know, the great, wonderful feeling of fucking lamb ass, then you could have uh, you know, plugged Adam and Eve and said they were available there, you know. Under the Sheep Herder brand of condoms. The Sheep Herder brand, whoever known that lamb ass could feel so good. Or, be discreet, be a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yes. But no, what was he really trying to say? Was he really trying to get you guys hooked on lamb ass condoms? No. What he was trying to Does this guy work for uh, like a <laughs> lambskin condom company or Durex something? Durex or whatever. Yeah, doesn't it sound like he works for Durex? Yeah, I don't know. Does Dorks even make a lambskin condom? All right, well, let's see. what This guy's kind of going... Um, it sounds like rusty nails, actually. But it sounds like he's he's deconstructing this phone call what the guy said about uh, lambskin condoms. So. Say it was, last condoms. Need a big dick to wear it. Therefore, I have a big dick. Ladies and gentlemen, this is me. Uh, welcome me to the sick and wrong. Call in. I have a big dick. My name is Big Dick, sick and wrong fan follower. So there you have it. That was uh, the whole motivation there. Uh, and it was uh, my two or three cents or whatever, quarter and a half. Uh, inflation, who knows the fucking rates of inflation nowadays. But anyways, uh, yeah, that's what that was all about. He has a big dick. Thank you for letting us know you have a big dick and can wear lambskin condoms. We appreciate your big dick <laughs> membership to our swarm. <laughs> Bye-bye. Have fun. <laughs> So it's kind of funny. I I like the reading between the lines here. Yeah, I mean, is that true? I thought, I mean, if he said Magnum or something, Magnum XL or something, and and this guy seems really bent out of shape about it. It's like... uh, He he took offense. Yeah, is it because he doesn't have anything down there or... Well, you know what I think it is? is, uh, I think with lambskin condoms, you have to have a bigger member or it slips off. Is that true? Aren't they they for, uh, I mean... They don't stretch I don't need to worry about this. 
sleazy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I've actually, I don't think I've ever used a lambskin condom. No, I haven't. Because I've heard that people have allergic reactions to them, and they don't, they actually don't work that well. Like, they, you know, like, they're, because they break more, and they're also, like, I guess, uh, they're not, they say for AIDS and things like that can still penetrate the, the, the Go you know, through the skin of the lamb. Yeah, yeah, so. You know, it's interesting, I was having, uh, I was having a discussion <clears throat> with my uh, my missus the other day. She was she was going on and on about the pill and uh, and female contraception, like the pill. Uh, she actually has a, she she uses an IUD, and uh, she was saying how the pill and the IUD fucks with your your monthly flow, and it gives you crazy periods, and it affects your mood, and it's unfair that men don't have any kind of birth control. And she's like, it's bullshit. It's unfair that girls have to deal with this when it's when it's a guy doesn't get to do anything. Like you don't yeah. have to do anything. You don't even have to worry about it. And so then she was like, I think you should have a vasectomy. And I said to her, I was like, Are you serious? You want me? We actually kind of got in an argument about it. I was like, You want me to go in and have a surgical procedure done? Like get my fucking my tubes cut? I was like, wow. I'd rather just wear a condom. Is it? Can you t- can you get that on Medicare or whatever? Like. Uh... Like if you prove that you're, you know, that your kids will grow up to be serial killers, and so they yeah, don't but want dude, to. Would do you it. go and get a? You know, I mean, who knows? A surgical procedure, you never know what might happen down there. Well, no, I mean, especially if you have to have some kind of anesthesia. I mean, you know, the chances of uh, of those things going wrong, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but I mean, they got to cut something. I've heard that you could have. Uh, I mean, there's all sorts of problems you can have. I mean, yeah. there's infections. You can have uh, like impotence is a is a is a potential wow. effect. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different things that could happen. And so I was like, you know, I'll 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 wear condoms. She's like, no, because you know, condoms. You know, you'll get drunk. You'll forget to put it on. Then who knows what's going to happen? Then we'll have a kid. And then I'll get an abortion. And then I'll be. In- it's, it's like this big, like, long thing. And she's just saying it's unfair that men don't have to worry about this. And I was like, you know, I was thinking, I was like, if there's a pill for men, I would take one. Wouldn't you do that? Well, not it, well, probably, well, not until it was proven. I mean, you know, we, they, they've had the female contraception for like forty years and stuff, and then you know, it's it's known to have some kind of side effects, obviously, and stuff. But you know, people haven't died from it. Well, I was reading um, about a new procedure though that that that's popular in India, and I guess they've been doing it for a while. It has not yet been approved in this country, hmm. but it's it's called. Uh, have you heard of it? It's called R I S U G. No. Reversible inhibition right? of sperm under guidance. And wow. I, I guess what happens is they inject a non-toxic polymer into your scrotum, like into each ball, that forms a coating on the inside of the vas deferens. And as sperm flow past, they're chemically incapacitated, rendering them unable to fertilize an egg. Wow. Would you be willing to do that? Uh, I'd rather not, no. <laughs> Get an injection in your balls? Uh, well, if you never ever, I mean, you get this injection one time, and well, you never, ever will, would have to worry about impregnating a girl. Are you really contemplating it? No, I, you know, I would do that. I would do that. I would not do a vasectomy. I think, I think a cheaper and more effective, uh, probably, uh, a birth control is just to get um, a synthetic doll. Yeah, no, that, that, I think that definitely would be the most yeah. effective form of birth control because you're not going to get that pregnant. But if you did, wouldn't that be weird? What would you make, like Gumby? <laughs> <laughs> I, think you'd make, uh, you think, I think you'd make one of those things that are on the latest Sick and Wrong t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> A quad would come out. I don't yeah. know. It'll be interesting to see what happens with, uh, with uh, this RISUG, R-I-S-U-G. I don't know if people would be doing this, but... You think they could have found a better synonym for that, you know, like something that made sounded a little rolled off the tongue a little bit better, you know? Yeah, you know, like uh, sperm be gone or sperm block or something, <laughs> right. you know, or uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Right. I, I wonder. <laughs> I, I think they should use the term jizz though in there, like jizz be gone. Yeah, we well, got you've got an S and a G. You just put them wrong the other way around, right? And then you, you're almost there. So. Yeah, I think that would work. Uh, people, call the Sick and Wrong hotline, 206-666-3846. Uh, we always love to hear what you have to say and uh, are here to answer uh, some of your difficult questions. Uh, we got w- time for one email here. Um, this is actually kind of interesting. I don't know. I think this is in reference to a previous topic we discussed here on the show. Uh, it's from JR. He says, on the subject of women coming fast, 
I never realized what a blessing it would be until I started dating this girl a few years ago. The first time we got intimate, I intimate, I reached one hand down her panties, and not more than thirty seconds later, she came really hard and loud. Wow. She goes, "He's like, I couldn't believe it." The amazing thing was that I got her to come like five more times in the span of like twenty minutes, and wow. all I used was my hand. She's a keeper. So with the discovery of this new power, it became a challenge to make her come everywhere. I diddle her in the movies, at restaurants, right. in the car, pretty much any place else I could think of. And for the six months we were together, it was awesome. Wow. I thought I was a fucking god. I was yeah. always able to finish our sex sessions in time to watch the game. <laughs> and that, that actually is uh, yeah, that's uh, quite a plus that's for a girl. That's um, a funny way to look at it, yeah. But have you ever noticed that, like when you have sex with a girl and you're just like, God, because a guy, I, I mean, you can come, already. a guy, yeah. you can come in like two minutes and it's like, sweet, yeah. now let's watch TV. Right. But it's like now all of a sudden it's like, okay, now I got to like jump through hoops and do right. all these things to make you come and it's going to take another 15 minutes. I mean, obviously you do that because you're not a, a, you know, a selfish lover, but at the same time, it does get a bit annoying. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's always good that, you know, like she's going crazy four or five times. That's awesome. Like there's uh, a, a, uh, a friend of a girlfriend of mine, like 10 years ago or whatever. She, could, she would have uh, orgasms from doing sit-ups. Jesus, so, dude. Yeah. So she had, yeah, she had a six-pack as well. So that was even better, you know. <laughs> uh, sometimes she would come too fast and was ready to stop before I even got my nut. So I started to use my hands more sparingly to extend sex sessions into overtime. As it turns out, there was nothing special about me or my hands. Anyone's hands could make her cream at the speed of sound. I found this out shortly after we broke up. I wonder how he found this out. Like, he had another friend that was like, dude, I'm dating this chick. All I got to do is look at her. Blow on her once. And, well, come uh, on, comes. why does he think it's just him that can do that? Like, suddenly he's like, is it his first girlfriend or something? What yeah, the who hell? does he think he's like John Holmes? He's like, dude, I'm the ultimate. Oh, God. God, it's so funny. Uh, he says, in summary, it's a blessing and a curse. And with great power comes great responsibility. I've never flown so close to the sun since. JR. Right, right. Um, well, JR, like, you're not special. This girl right. is special. It is weird, though. I've never been with a girl who's, like, crazy multi-orgasmic like that. Right, right. Well, we, there was one, uh, one girlfriend I had. We, she, she was some, not, like, that crazy, but, I mean, she could get off very quickly with, like, a, a vibrator and stuff. And so we used to have one of those remote control um, butterflies that were, were, you know, in your panties kind of thing, butterfly panties or whatever. And Are those, like, wireless? Them. I mean, could you yeah, be, like, it, in another room? it was room? a wireless one. Yeah, you could get them from Adam and Eve and that. Not that that was a shameless plug, but um, and we'd go. She'd wear it to a bar or whatever, and I'd sit across from her and like just turn it on, and she'd start shuddering. It was pretty funny. So, but I mean, okay, so this girl is drinking a drink at the bar. If if, if that goes off, I mean, was she the type of girl that's like she could just? I mean, that thing alone could give her an orgasm. Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. I don't know. You got to admit though that that's got to be a keeper when you have a girl that can like come that fast. Yep. I mean, yep. occasionally with your girlfriend or your wife or whatever. You know, she's so turned on that she does orgasm quickly. But right. it, 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 it's, just, it's such a great feeling because you're like, oh, sweet. You know, <laughs> mission accomplished. Yeah. Now we can watch TV. Well, it's just a, it's such a way off your shoulders. Like now you can spend as much time as you want to have, uh, you know, to, ha to finish it as, you know, how long you want it to be instead of, like, having to, to do it as long as they want it to be, you know? Well, so. I don't know. I mean, I, I, think, uh, I think at heart all men are premature ejaculators. <laughs> yeah. uh, people you email the show at sickandwrongpodcast at uh, hotmilk.com um, if you haven't already the sick and wrong forum is uh, waiting for your membership here go join the swarm go to sickandwrongpodcast.com and click on forum I'm hoping that there will be some wackily reports to verify some of the allegations that we heard in the beginning of the show I know uh, there's a thread about wackily's uh, UK welcome wagon so hopefully people have pictures or can give us some updates about what really happened to Wackerly in uh, the right. UK. Well, I've been monitoring the, the DailyMail.co.uk website and the Sun newspaper website just to see if anything pops you, up. You haven't seen anything yet? Not yet, no. So, um, I mean, it's only a matter of time, I'm sure. So, I, I'm, I'm picturing, uh, you know, that would be a good publicity stunt. If Wackerly truly loved the show, he would spray paint sick and wrong on his chest and streak Buckingham Palace. 
<laughs> Try and get the Queen's attention. Yeah, hey, I, th- I, think, I think if he really loved the show, he would do that. <laughs> um, also, as we mentioned before, subscribe to the show on iTunes. Uh, it does really help us out. Um, a, a listener here in England actually sent us a screenshot saying that we're on page one of what's hot comedy section on iTunes UK. Um, Paul sent that in. So, uh, Paul, you know, that, that, that's, that's really good news. And, uh, yeah, people subscribe to the show on iTunes, and it gives more exposure to the show. Hopefully we can be in the what's hot section in the U.S., although we don't get much love in, uh, domestically on iTunes. Well, I guess, you know, like also, like, you know, per capita is, you know, a lot more people have to be. I think it's because of the uh, cancer jokes that Wackerly <laughs> made about Steve Jobs. Mine Fuhrer. He's never forgiven us for that. Yeah, my fewer jobs. Um, people, and uh, uh, as I mentioned before, the Sick and Wrong t-shirts are now available. I picked them up last week. Uh, we, I'm doing a photo, sh- a photo shoot this weekend so people can see what they look like actually on a person. Um, nice. we, I do have a, a drawing of it right now that was sent to me by the printer. But they're the Sick and Wrong Quado tees. Quado is from Total Recall. And it, I mean, these shirts really do look amazing. I think it's the best shirt that we've done yet. And it's kind of topical as they're uh, they're refilming that movie. So. Yeah, they're refilming that movie, so you could wear yeah. that around and look really cool. But the the shirts actually are better quality than the shirts that we had before. The the Hanes version of American Apparel, so they're kind of softer, a little more form fitting. And they're white, you said, right? Or yeah, and it's white, our yeah. first white tee that we've actually done. So people right. go to sickandwrongpodcast dot com, click on store, and uh, buy yourself one of the brand new sick and wrong quado tees. I've already been shipping them out. Like uh, people have already been. Ordering them, even though they haven't even seen them yet. So thank you, Devin. A big shout out to Devin for uh, designing these shirts. Um, he did a great job. He's gonna. He said he's gonna do some more designs for us in the future. Uh, Devin's a self-employed tattoo artist from Minnesota, and you can contact him and have him design a custom tattoo for you. Wow. Um, also, check out his Cafe Press store at cafepress.com/relapsedesigns. So yeah, people, go buy yourself a sick and wrong Quado T-shirt. It almost looks like a metal, like a like a metal band. Right, it's right, like right. A, you know, it's like a big shirt, like a like a black Dahlia murder shirt. It's it's very metal. It's very cool. Um, um, but the sick and wrong Quado T's are now available. Cool. Uh, finally, here sick and wrong song of the week. I'm gonna I'm gonna you know sleazy. Thanks for filling in on the show this week, and I'm going to you know do this show in honor of you. Oh. This song, this song, the sick and wrong song of the week, I'm going to dedicate to you, Sleazy. Uh, sounds a bit ominous, okay. Because this is the song that you listen to while you're rogering your love doll. <laughs> Don't you have one that uh, looks like Margaret Thatcher? Uh, yeah, the iron, the iron Bitch, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to listen to Sexdorf uh, by Soft Cell. It's a great song. An awesome song. Yeah, it's a good song. Um, so yeah, thanks again for uh, filling the show, and uh, we'll be back next week with episode uh, two eighty three here. Sick and wrong. So until then, take it easy. Good night, y'all.
run my little sex tour I feel so lonely Get my little camera Take a pretty picture Sex tour In a gold rolls Making it with the dumb sugar Isn't it nice? Sugar and spice Luring its canalis to the life of vice Sex dwarf, isn't it nice? Luring disco dollars to a life of vice Simon. <laughs> 